Hi, this is Jim. And this is Max. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Well, that was a game. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Um, the Fires just lost to the Devils, and that's, you know, how she goes. Um, I'm Steph Driver. I know that some of you know who I am. You should know who I am, but if you don't, you know, I'm Steph. Uh, Bill is not able to make the post game tonight because watching Flyers Devils games is against his religion. So here we are. Also, he's working wing bowl, I believe, with Ava. Um, so that's fun. Um, the queen of hockey. Thank you. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about this game. How the first period was great. Four goals scored in the first period. In a Flyers-Devils game, four goals were scored in 20 minutes. And they did a poop on the ice. Like, that just sucked. <laughs> um, it's... Oh, Matt is saying, hat can hop the Chip Kelly Express back to the NCAA. I think so. <laughs> Zed him back to college. Um, this was, I mean, Flyers-Devils games suck. Like, they just have sucked forever. It was a really fun 20 minutes, and then the other 40 were just hell on earth. And to make it worse, to make it worse... Nico Heischer scored. Like, I don't need, I don't need that cherry on top. Not today. Not today, Satan. Thank you. Um, my cat was against the microphone. Sorry about that. Um, so I have, I've got a few things to talk about and then, you know, we'll turn it over to you guys and we'll do a Q and a, whatever we want to talk about. Um, but I've got a couple points. Um, my first point is Alex Lyon. First NHL game did not look that bad. So his first period was shaky, which is understandable. It's his first NHL game. I mean, he's not even, he's the AHL starter, but only because Anthony Stolarz is hurt. So, you know, he's, an AHL guy playing his first NHL game. I don't blame him for looking shaky. So that's just what it was. He showed that he's quick. He's athletic in, in terms of being aggressive. I wouldn't say he's athletic and moving from side to side. Um, but I, I do believe that he had a solid game, whatever the hell is going on with the goalies. I don't actually know. Um, but Alex Lyon had a good first game. It sucks that they weren't able to win it for him, but there's only so much you can do. Um, my other my other couple points were the first four goals of the game, which all happened in the first 20 minutes, were all power play goals. Like, that first period was in, essentially an entire hockey game. Um, 
the Flyers penalty kill continues to suck. Um, I, I don't know if you guys saw that they're doing this um, hockey for her thing, and it includes it includes some time with Lappy. I'm considering paying the 75 bucks, going there, having a sit down with Lappy and telling him how he should run his PK because a PK unit that consists of the, the, the two forwards being Yori Laterra and Valtteri Filpola is not good. It's not good. In fact, it's bad. And I feel like somebody needs to sit Lappy down and tell him that. So, like, it might be me. I might have to do it. Um, so, speaking of the penalty kill, the, the, next, the next point is going to be about Radko Gudis. I really, I'm going to keep an eye on the comments here because what the hell was that hit? Now, this is not the first time that I've disagreed with the other members of Broad Street Hockey when it comes to a Radko Gudis hit. Now, I know that he got suspended earlier this season for the decapitation attempt. I, I, I know that. I know that it was bad. Um, I, I want to know what you guys think about this hit because I, I, I watched it from multiple angles at various speeds. I need to know what you guys thought about that hit because I believe, I believe that it was intentional. So he, yes, he was trying to get around Wayne Simmons. Yes, if you look at Wayne's skate, he did jump over it. Yes, but he also stopped turning. He course corrected and went straight for, was it Zajac? I don't actually remember what devil it was. Um, Paul Mary, is that who it was? Paul Mary. Um, he he changed his direction. He was in the air. Not only was he in the air, but his arms and his stick were in the air, like this. He hit him with his elbow at speed. Launched. Yes, he did jump over Wayne Skate. But there were a whole lot of other things that happened that I just do not feel good about. So I'm just going to um, – I'm taking a look. John, I don't think it was an intentional but avoidable. Um, Jay is saying his feet never hit the ground. It was accidental. I don't – know what we're talking about his feet left the ground um do i think he's getting suspended again no yeah mm, maybe i don't know i need to, i need i watched it a lot um oh i'm being okay we're gonna hide you goodbye um the <laughs> I kind of want him to get suspended because that kind of means you got to bring up Travis Sanheim, right? Like you got to play him. I I just there 
he could have continued the turn. He could have turned tighter. He didn't. He changed his direction. Like that, he changed direction. I, I don't, oh, Clay, you reminded me that Mark Alt's still here. Damn. <laughs> he changed direction. Like that's the part for me that I just can't, I can't get around that. Like I can, I can, I can be on board with, all right, Palmieri was behind Wayne Simmons and fine if we're pretending that Wayne Simmons is a hulking beefy dude as opposed to a, a beanpole on skates fine he changed direction it, it was it was slight but it happened he changed direction so I, I'm going to be really really interested to see what player safety has to say about this particular hit because his arms were in the air. Like it, it just, it was ugly. It was ugly and it was bad. Like what the hell are you doing out there? Oh, okay. Uh. Oh, Benjamin saying, Will O'Neill, I will not have any positive Will O'Neill talk in this chat room today. And let me tell you why. Will O'Neill and Mike Zacchione from Boston very much on the Patriots train, and I am not having that. This is a Go Birds chat. Thank you. <sighs> so Max is saying he changed direction because Simmons was in the way. That's not it. Um, uh, let's see. Man, <laughs> so all right. So we're we're talking about. Oh, Philly getting Oliver, Oliver Ekman Larson. I'm here for this. Um, go birds. Go birds. All right, let me get back to my points here. Um, the goals were nice. Drew Simmons, Ghost. That was good. I mean, that's who you expect to score on the power play, so I'm, I'm glad those things happened. The lines. Oh. My dad is calling. He can wait. It's 10 o'clock. We, we talk every night at 10 o'clock. That's okay. Um, so the lines. Scott Lawton was promoted to 3C today. And that's cool and good because that means that maybe Hackstall is noticing that he hasn't really been putting him with competent line mates. And he's been having a good season. So let's... Uh, Let's try and put him in a position to succeed. It didn't work out tonight, but, you know, that's Flyers-Devils games. I, I would really, really like for this to stick. Um, I liked I liked seeing Raffle and Wheel with Scott Lawton. Um, I, I love seeing um, Nolan Patrick with Jake and Simmons. These are things that I like. And of course, that top line is pretty freaking amazing. Um, and Taylor Lear was back in the lineup over Goldborn, which is what should be happening, right? So, <laughs> like, if you're only going to play a guy seven minutes a night, you better be winning games. And they had been, but. It just was not good. It's not good. So I'm glad that they switched that up. Now, the next thing that needs to change 
is Brandon Manning needs to get out of this lineup. Brandon Manning is a cheap defenseman. Brandon Manning is a seventh defenseman. And I believe that Hackstall is starting to realize that maybe he shouldn't be leaning on this guy so much because the mistakes that he's been having lately have been egregious. And not only egregious in the way that they end in goals against, but just embarrassing, just embarrassing stuff. So my hope, I don't, I don't have, I don't have ice time up in front of me, but I believe that Manning had very, very little ice time. Um, what I would like to see is for him to get waived. I would really, really like that. I don't think anybody's going to pick him up on waivers. Send him down to Lehigh Valley. Bring Sanheim back. This is this is what I would like to see happen because I'm done. I'm done with the Branding Manning experiment, and I think that everybody else here is too. <laughs> I, think, I think we're all done. Um, I believe I had one other point. Oh, I already hit on it. It was Laterra on the PK with Philpola. Like, that's just... God, oh God, like why, why? Who thought that's a good idea? Who thinks, who thinks that playing Yuri Laterra with Valtteri Filppula is a good idea? Who thinks that that's a good idea on the PK? I just, I can't, I cannot, I cannot wrap my head around this. I can't do it. And I don't understand, I don't understand how, this coach is looking at Yori Laterra after scratching him for the beginning half of the season, beginning half of the half, whatever, and then saying, oh, no, no, you're an all-situations guy. Like, thank God he, he got bumped off the power play tonight because I've, I've had enough. I've had enough of this. I've had enough. It's super easy to fix the glaring problems with this team. It's super easy, and you have the personnel to do it. Maybe we'll see it before the end of the year. All right. Do we all do we all have our beverages? I've got my I've got my wine. Do are we all? Okay. All right. Let's get into some conversation. Um Ben, who thinks playing Laterra is a good idea, period? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be talking to um some beats from St. Louis this weekend. Nope, next week, Wednesday, um, just to talk about Yori Laterra and Braden Shannon and that whole trade. And they they say that they feel the pain. I mean, he was playing. He was playing a lot, so I don't know. I don't know. Um, Tom wants to know if I would ever switch Giroux and Voracek. No, no, no. I am not messing with whatever voodoo magic is happening between Claude Giroux and Sean Couturier. I am not. I am not touching it. Not touching it. Um, a big body, that's all I got. We're, I, we're talking about Laterra. Um, Manning had... Uh, Manning had 13 minutes, 57 seconds, less than all, but three forwards. I mean, that's fine. That's, it's not bad, but still. 
Um, David, what is more humiliating, the Flyers PK or Mace letting one in from the red line? The Flyers PK, because that's an every night thing. That's a multiple times every night thing. The Mace letting letting a goal in from the red line. Every goalie has a, a clunker from time to time. Uh, Lundqvist did it last year. Like it, it happens. Um, we want Sammy. What what Sammy do we want? What? Oh, Moran. It took me a minute. I do. I do want to see him because you know, you know who could help fix the PK. Samuel Moran. Okay. Max, was Lyon the biggest reason we lost? Three goals isn't horrible. I don't know. I don't think Alex Lyon was the biggest reason they lost. I think that they, I mean, that we know that they turtle in the third period when they have the lead, and they did that. They sat back. They didn't attack. Um, it, 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 it was going to happen with the way that they play and they made a lot of really bad mistakes. They being some of the decisions to put specific players on the ice, like, I mean, when you're down a goal, you definitely, definitely want to play Andrew McDonald and Yori Laterra in all situations. Like you've got to protect that lead with your worst players. Um, Billy, I think Manning or Andrew McDonald needs to be traded to the surface of the sun, both of them. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> ben, after a TV timeout and an offensive draw, let's send out the fourth line. Dave Haxtall things. All right, so here's a question. Benjamin is saying, bring back Umberger and let him play. Got to be better than Laterra. So this was this was a thought experiment that we had today in you know, the, the Broad Street Hockey Slack. Is Yuri Laterra worse than Chris Vandevelde? Or would you rather have Vandevelde? Um... I believe that Vandevelde hurt the team less than Yori Laterra. And that's as much as I can, that's as far as I can go. <laughs> um, uh, from Nikki Hall, besides who's on the Flyers currently, who do you think can rock a Flyers uniform? You want my wish list? My wish list is John Tavares and Eric Carlson and Jacob Chikrin. And while we're at it, let's save Connor McDavid and Johnny Goudreau. Oh, my God. Johnny Goudreau is a treasure. Let's save him. Um, from Brian, any update on Brian Elliott? From what I've heard, it's not serious. Like They expected him to be practicing. So he should be back soon. I don't know what the hell's going on with these goalies. I, it seemed like it was just a case of the poops for both of them. And now we have starting goalie Alex Lyons. So I don't, I don't really know. Um, I, I'm concerned 
I'm concerned because we know that Hackstall likes to run the goalies into the ground. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't have an update, but I, I've got a lot of concerns and I'm also, I'm concerned that Stolarz isn't healing as quickly as we were hoping with the double knee surgery. I've got a lot of concerns about the goalies this year. I'm hoping Brian, uh, Brian Elliott makes a quick return because I trust him. I trust him. I think that the team is going, is out on Michael Neuver. I think that, that if, I, I think that they're going to look to trade him probably at the deadline because Hackstall just doesn't trust him. And I think that they're, they're going to try and move him as quickly as possible. So we'll see. Um, Uh, we're, we're talking about we're talking about Moran. I, I completely agree. Bring him up, see what happens. But it, there, I, a lot of people are saying that he's still hurt, so we can't quite do that right now. But I'm I'm here for this. Um. <laughs> Van Helding versus Latera. Can I die instead? I mean. That's that's pretty much the options. Um, all right, so we're all we're all saying we're all saying Vandeveld, and he just he hurts the team less. <laughs> John Vandeveld, he was awful, but he scored five to seven goals. Latera might end up with five to seven shots. <laughs> You're not wrong. Ooh, Johnny Hockey or Austin Matthews. Yes. Um, I do not want a Vander Kane anywhere near this team. I do not want a Vander Kane anywhere near. I do not want a Vander Kane anywhere near my young flyers. I don't I don't want him anywhere near them. Uh, let's see. Cannot bring up Vecchioni. Can't do it. Can't do it. I told you. This is a, this is a birds only zone, and he's rooting for the other bad team. Matt Duchesne, maybe. Um, let's see. Brian is upset that we don't talk about Felix Sandstrom anymore, um, and that's fair. That's fair. So we just did our, our mid-season 25 under 25 over on the site. Uh, he was ranked, I think it was 18. I think it was 18. It was, it was, it was a late, te late teens. Um, he's been hurt. So it's been really, really hard to talk about him as much. From what I understand, he was supposed to have surgery before the beginning of the season, and he didn't. But whatever issue it was kept bothering him. So he has since had surgery. And I believe we're better now. Um, Sandstrom has been playing against grown men for a long time. So I, I'm really excited about what he can bring to the table. I think he needs to come over next year. I think next year is going to be Sandstrom's year. I said that for this year. I thought that he should have been here. Um, we'll see. Elizabeth Neuvert to Vegas. You never know. They had such serious goalie problems at the beginning of the season. Maybe they'll be looking for someone. I think that they, I think that they're really happy with their backup with uh, Malcolm Subban, but 
you never know if they're going to, if they're going to make a playoff push, they might want a more seasoned backup goalie. You never know. Um, Nathaniel, what are your thoughts on a potential Simmons trade? <sighs> That's a really good question. Um, and I go back and forth about it. I don't think that they're going to trade him this year. I think that they're, they're very against trading him this year. But I think that they should listen to offers. Um, he's He has earned a big payday. And I don't necessarily want it to be the Flyers that give it to him. Oh, Nathan's telling me that Haxtell thinks the fourth line played well today. Well, that's good. <laughs> oh, God. We want Lindblom. We do. We do. Anna loves Lawton at 3C, deserves the promotion so much. Philpel has been getting torched in Corsi most of the season. You know, when we when we went into this season, I was like, oh, Philpel is fine. Like, he's whatever. You can put him at center and he'll be fine. Like, it, it's not it's not a Dale Weiss. It's not a Yori Laterra. It's, you know, he's fine. These past two months have just lit that on fire. Like, he is not fine. He is bad. He is bad. And 4C is probably exactly where he belongs because, like, shit's bad. It's bad. And I, I agree. I love Lawton at 3C. He does he does deserve that promotion. Uh, a couple people calling to bring up Matt Reed. Yes. Yes. This team could use some meat Reed. Um. <laughs> oh, Max Domi would look great in orange. Yeah, not bad. Gary's making a good point. No Lindblom, please. I don't want Dave Haxtell anywhere near Oscar. I don't want this coaching staff management anyone near Oscar until his coaching staff is gone. I feel that way about a lot of our young players, um, specifically Nolan Patrick. But they haven't given up on Nolan Patrick, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Ruth, when are you coming to visit Lehigh Valley again? Um, soon. I'm going to definitely make it up there before the end of the season. Um, I just need to work out some dates. There was, uh, I think it was a St. Patrick's Day game that we are all, we are all looking at attending. So I will, I will definitely keep you updated. Um, we'll be getting, we'll be going up that way soon. Um, Mike, I don't know how long Elliot is out for. I don't, I don't believe We've been given a, a real accurate timeline. Shouldn't be long. Okay. So, Mike, I did work for Danny B a year ago. He was very high on Sandstrom. That makes me feel good. That makes me feel really good. Uh, Nikki, so with Carter Hart coming up next season to the NHL, do we see an AHL goaltender get the spotlight as a potential backup? Hart is lighting up the CHL already. Um. I, lo I love, I love that you're on board with the Carter Hart's the NHL thing that I'm doing. Like, I love that. Um, I'm, I'm, I am very much on board. I think, I, I feel like he's NHL ready. I don't know what Hextall is going to do with him 
and, and I, I think that this one is going to be more Hextall's call than Hackstall's because Hextall's the goalie. Um, I want to see Carter Hart in the NHL. Realistically, realistically, he will probably be the AHL goalie. I have a feeling that we're going to see a Hart-Sandstrom tandem in Lehigh Valley. I don't, I, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do at the NHL level because both Elliot and Neuvert have another year left on their contract. I think that they're, I, I really feel in my soul that they're going to try and get out of this Neuvert the last year of that. So we'll see. I, I, I don't, if Stolars, if Stolars can recover and is, it is roughly the same goalie that we saw last year. He may win the backup spot. We'll see. Oh, wait, you went down there and fixed AHL and NHL, whatever. I'm, I'm all, I'm all for Carter Hart in the NHL. Uh, John Manning seems to be this year's Vandevelde. He played a ton of minutes and then didn't get re-signed. Plus they need to make room for the kids. Moran is no longer waiver exempt next season. I'm terrified, terrified that they're going to extend him another contract for a year or two because logic says he's a cheap 7D. Logic and Dave Hackstall do not go to the same school. They do not sit in the same class. They are not friends. Because if Brandon Manning is here next year with Ron Hackstall thinking cheap 7D, Dave Hackstall is going to play him 16, 17 minutes a night. Okay, dogs. Let's see. All right, so Max, I have to say, even though I agree with most of your points regarding needing changes in the realm of coaching and shedding dead weight, this game was great to watch. I think the fact that it sucks as much as it does to lose to fucking New Jersey is the main reason tonight seems so bad. Tonight, it really wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. The entire game was the first period. It, it just, it's frustrating that they just, they, they sit back on a lead and instead of continuing to attack, it, it frustrates me because I, I, I know how this goes. We all know how this goes. We've been watching it for years. It doesn't go well for the Philadelphia Flyers. So I, I feel like that's, that's just a systematic scheme change um, that something needs to happen there. Um, let's see. Franco, when does Hextall meet with season ticket holders again? They haven't announced a date. I have no idea. It's, um, very baffling. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Uh, let's see. There's a lot of there's a lot of questions here that I want to touch on. I'm trying to decide how how deep I'm trying to go. 
into this. Um, so David is asking if I have any thoughts on hockey for her. And I, I did already mention this about how it's meeting with, I'm, I'm getting, I, I don't like that my camera's like tilted. It's irritating me. Um, I don't like it, but it's not as bad as some of the other female-centric things I've seen from teams. So what's good about it is that there is no hockey 101. There's no come and learn about hockey because you're a woman, and women obviously don't know sports. So that's a good thing. There's none of that. Um, on the other hand, it's come and see the locker room and come and talk with the wives and girlfriends. And like, can I just be a fan? Like, can't I just be a fan and not need something special because I'm a woman? Like if any of those, if any of those gift bags that they're giving out contain pink merchandise, I'm going to riot. Whether I attend or not, like I'm going to riot. <sighs> okay. All right. Now that they stopped the winning excuse, what is keeping these stiffs like Latera and Manning in the lineup? Dave Hackstall. Dave Hackstall thinks they're good. That's uh, all I got. Dave Hackstall thinks they're good. Brian, Steph, would you trade two first rounders? Germ, Brian, I'm about to ban you for using that nickname. And Sanheim for Eric Carlson. That's a lot. I don't think that the asking price will be that high. I don't think that the asking price, well, yes and no, because Sanheim and German Rubsov are not NHL players. So it's not really that steep of a price. Two first rounders is, um, you know, I've, I'm on the record saying that I will give up just about anything for Eric Carlson because he immediately makes your team a contender. So I would be a little bit of a hypocrite if I said no to that. <laughs> um, Steve, Steve is speaking my language here. It's so clear that the weaknesses of this team are costing us games. Don't do anything. Let Hackstall fail. If we make the playoffs, I don't see any way Hexy fires Hack if we make the playoffs. Like, I agree completely. I love winning. I love, I love watching them succeed. But I don't like what... Hackstall is doing, and I think that if if they make the playoffs two out of his three years, we're going to see a fourth, and I really, 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 really don't want that to happen. Um, Tom wants to know, when in the next five years do the Flyers make a playoff push? Let's say next year. Let's, you know, it looks like they might make it this year. And let's say next year, next year, if if things go as planned, 
I, I think that they could they can make a push next year. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Um, ideally, Mac is seventh D next year. Absolutely. <laughs> So John wants my thoughts on firing Lappy. True, some of our defense have been underperforming on the PK, Manning McDonald, but do we have enough solid PK forwards, Lots, Roth, Coots, G, Sim, to be this bad? It may be time to put this all in the coach. I mean, yes, Lappy has to go. I, I feel bad that he took that puck to the face and then the other one. But something's got to give here, dude. Like, something's got to give here. If you are a good NHL forward, if you are a solid NHL forward, you should be able to kill penalties. You should be able to kill penalties. Michael Roffel should be getting a lot more PK time. Scott Lawton, you're fine. Taylor Lear is good. Like, start giving the guys who are not Valtteri Filppula and Yori Laterra PK time. Like, actually give it to good hockey players. Come up with a more aggressive system. Like, this is – it's too many years in a row that this PK has been horrific. Like, it, it's horrific. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Should have kept JVR. Maybe. Eli Manning is pretty bad. I don't know why we're talking about Eli Manning, but yeah, he's pretty bad. Uh, Nikki, I know Nolan Patrick hasn't been well. Nolan Patrick, do you feel he's battling an injury we're unaware of? Is it similar to Drew's hindrance when he played injured one or two years ago? I feel like Patrick isn't giving the numbers as a rookie lately. So I think he's had a really good stretch. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm putting my hair up. I don't like to do this, but I'm doing it. Um, he's had a really good stretch of games recently. I'd say probably the past three weeks or so, um, where he's been, he's been really good. Like Nolan Patrick with the line mates that they've been giving him has been really good. Um, I, I believe that what happened in the beginning of the season was just him not being up to form from the surgeries that he had in the off season. I, I think that he's feeling better now. I think that he's found his legs. I think that his conditioning is where it should be. I think that now we're seeing what we should have seen in the beginning of the season. I, Nolan Patrick will be fine. 
Uh, Michael is saying maybe Lyon would have played better if we had given him a game or two in his previous call-up. Imagine that. Let's play the goalies. But not every game at all times. Um, let's see. Oh, John, you're just here answering my questions for me. Let's see. Um, Steve, who would you replace Hackstall with if he were to be fired? So right now, if he were to get fired, like right now, this second, um, I would replace him with, and you, you guys are going to laugh at me and you're going to call me names. Like I, I know that if he were to get fired right now, I would replace him with LaPierre. And I know I just said that he needs to get fired. So the reason for that is if you fire your coach in the middle of the season, I think that you need, sorry, I spilled my wine. Um, you need to really put a support system in place where your players are feeling like they're supported and you're not leaving them alone on an island. Um, Lappy is a player's coach, and he's going to do that. That's an interim thing. I think that he needs to be gone at the end of the season, regardless. Uh, at the end of the season, I would find I would find somebody else, and there will be a lot of coaching candidates. Uh, we're we're looking at the potential of Joel Quinville getting fired. Like that could be a really good fit here. Um, Elaine Vigneault may get fired. Like that could also be another option. Like there's, it's not a good option. Um, there, there will be options at the end of the season. Um, I think that in, in the interim, if it were to happen and it, he's not going to get fired in the season, um, you, you look for someone that's going to keep them together. Benjamin said, I look like Mona Lisa. Thanks. Probably not since I put my hair up and it's a mess. Uh, let's see. All right. So we're still talking about Shea Weber. I don't, I don't know what's happening here. Um, <laughs> um, Jack said, if I'm stuck on a deserted island with one flyer, who would it be and why? So this is similar. Anna asked a similar question for our, the Patreon earlier this season, but it was if you were taking a road trip with any flyer, who would it be? And I think that my answer is the same. It would be Michael Roffel because the dude is very, very funny. He's very funny and I'm going to need entertainment. And I think that that's... I think that that's just how it's going to be. So whether it's a road trip or on a deserted island, it's going to be Michael Roffel. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, I'm all caught up. That's good. All right. Um, what would be your thoughts on a former flyer being head coach? So, 
you know, I don't hate it. There are a couple that I could think of right off the top of my head that I'm like, oh, that could be cool and good. Like Kimo Timonen, that would be cool and good. Like, let's bring him back. That being said, I think that for the next coach of the Flyers, I really, really want someone with NHL coaching experience or AHL coaching experience. Like, I want someone who can actually coach and isn't just in this job because of nepotism. Like I really, really want that. Um, we've got Raffle looks like Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones. He does. Yes, absolutely. And then the uh, Michael Raffle looks like Chara. I don't know. Um, but he does look like um, Theon Greyjoy. Yes. Um, I think that that's about all we have tonight. So thanks for sticking with me, guys. This was fun. Um, I don't know... I don't know who is going to do the Saturday afternoon post game. I might, I might insist that Bill do it because it's against the senators and we all know that he hates the senators. Um, so that could be fun. And it will also be right before um, the Super Bowl. So I'm going to leave you all with a go birds. And if the good thing happens, I hope to see you all at City Hall on Sunday evening. Uh, we'll be at Broad Street. I, I peer pressure Charlie into having us all over his house because he lives closest to Broad Street and City Hall. So we will all be there if the good thing happens. We'll see you then. Um, otherwise, one of us, one of us will be here Saturday. Could be me, could be Bill, could be Kelly. I'm not sure which just yet, but someone will be here. Uh, go birds and good night and good hockey. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out. And if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. <laughs> <laughs>